0: Earlier on in the program, we were talking about Michael D'Adder, who is a cartoonist from Nova Scotia, well-known, worked for 17 years um, making cartoons uh, that would appear in local newspapers. And he found out Friday that he lost his job. Why? Possibly a political cartoon that he drew of Donald Trump with the uh, two migrants that passed away, the father and uh, his little daughter. They are face down those drowned mig- migrants, on a golf course in in uh, a swampy area. And the U.S. president is looking down at them and saying, do you mind if I play through? Michael D'Adder joins us on the line right now. Michael, I am so happy you found the time to spare for us.
1: Oh, uh, you're welcome.
0: I, I'm a little confused about this story. And one of the things, like every paper that I'm reading this story uh, in does not clarify if this actual this cartoon was in one of the newspapers that you work for, or if you just decided to put it on your Twitter feed and and tweet it out,
1: the cartoon was put on my Twitter feed and I put it out. And um, it, it may not have uh, been the cause of my demise, but it was the cartoon that hastened my uh, demise and pushed me out the door as fast as possible. Uh, it's it's really my. Uh, uh, the, the my anti-cartoons and anti uh, what appears to be to a lot of people an anti-Trump presence on the internet that caused my demise. Really,
0: what message were you trying to convey with that Trump cartoon?
1: Well, that Trump basically is um, is uncaring uh, and uh, towards the people that are trying to cross the border in, in uh, of Mexico and. The U.S. That's basically the message of the cartoon.
0: And, uh, you know,
1: I went went as hard as I could on him about it.
0: Politics are so polarizing right now. Is it a good time or a bad time to be a cartoonist?
1: It's a great time in some ways. Uh, uh, Online presence gives you the reach to stretch around the world. But it's terrible in other ways that uh, newspapers uh, don't see the value in editorial cartooning like they did. Uh, as the you know, newspapers sort of decline in, in re- revenue, uh, cartoonists are being ushered out the door. And cartoonists are uh, one of the pillars of uh, maintaining a democracy. I mean, look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump uh, calls everything fake news that disagrees with him. The one area that Donald Trump doesn't attack are the editorial cartoons. And he knows that uh at least uh, i've seen he's never called an editorial cartoon fake news he's because he knows that if you attack uh, a cartoon, you're really looking super thin skinned, and uh humor is the one asset that democracies have that uh politicians have a hard time fighting back on. They look a little childish when they attack. Uh, Humor. That's why there's a Daily Show. That's why the the Daily Show is so successful. That's why, or has been. That's why comedy shows are at their peak. They are offering the truth. I can get away more with an editorial cartoon than can be uh, done with a a a regular news story.
0: Can an editorial slant exist within a a newspaper that has a a different editorial? I guess, messaging on...
1: No, uh, it depends where you're talking about. Uh, many papers let their cartoonists contradict their editorial. That's, Interesting. Those, those are where the best editorial cartoonists exist. When a paper allows the editorial cartoon to thrive, uh, the cartoonist is successful. It's when the, the, they, the cartoonist has to match the views of the paper where you get a little sketchy. And at the New Brunswick at New Brunswick News Inc, where I was let go from, uh, they were not going to run anything that contradicted their, their goals or their, their views. And so, um, But I always gave them their, their job. I mean, even, even so I, um, their views are different than mine, I always gave them a package where they could pick and choose what they wanted to run. So they, and, they, and, it, and it was a successful relationship I, ha- I mean, obviously, they skewed my opinions by running only cartoons that they wanted.
0: So did you but, did uh, you did they at any time say, you know what, the Trump cartoons, we're not going to run any of them. Just don't give yeah, us. Trump.
1: Yeah. Uh, all the time. I got into fights with them in the past year about Trump all the time. Uh, the, the and
0: what was year, what was their rationale for not running Trump cartoons? I mean, because well, he is the president around. of the superpower that's just right beside us.
1: They didn't give me one, and that's the issue. They didn't even give me a reason. They they don't give answers to anything. They do. They just uh, dictate, so, which is fine. I I worked like that for seventeen years. Mm-hmm. But uh, but when you when you work for a paper for seventeen years, and you're quickly shuffled at the door, and there were no reasons giving for my termination, which I, I didn't work there. I wasn't fired. I was uh, my contract wasn't uh, was terminated. Um, when you're not given a reason why you're left to wonder
0: well they're saying now the it's, it's a it's the reason why is the decision to bring back reader favorite greg perry uh,
1: I, i'm not going to attack another cartoonist online i i i think i think greg perry is a, a good cartoonist uh, i will say that uh the the, the the he's not the reader favorite though uh the reader they fired the reader favorite he's the irving favorite
0: so now, what are you going to continue to post uh, on your social media site? Would, I mean, because now, wouldn't you be even in more demand? Are you fielding some offers from American uh, publications?
1: Yeah, I'm getting temporary offers all over the place. I'm going to be writing an opinion piece for NBC and drawing a cartoon. I, I work for Counterpoint, which is now which is a U.S. publication. My uh, career is is in no way in jeopardy. Uh I, uh, uh, uh I didn't intend this firestorm of activity over this. I, I just wanted an answer to why I was let go. I could, if I was given an answer straight up why I was let go, uh, I, I, I wouldn't be talking to you today. Nobody you- would know this was even happening. I'm not one to burn bridges. But now that the firestorm has happened, it's led to uh, all kinds of uh, short-term work.
0: What's the takeaway from this story?
1: The takeaway is uh, uh, basically that we need cartoonists, <laughs> and they're getting fired left, right, and center in a time that we need the most. And that's what you should take away from the story. It's not about me. This, I'm just another cartoonist losing his job over Donald Trump, over the views of a paper, and, uh, um, you know, it's, it, that's just it. That's all I have to say about that. Well, I wouldn't call it so much censorship as, uh, well, I mean, it is a form of censorship. But but at New Brunswick News, it was more media manipulation than it was censorship.
0: Well, Michael, I wish you uh, continued success, and I'm sure that people have started to follow you. How many increased uh, Twitter followers have you got over the weekend?
1: Well, this little... uh, Atlantic Canadian boy had about 17,000 followers before this happened and now I'm quickly approaching like uh, 100,000.
0: Wow, good for you. All right.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened.
0: Oh, well, I think I do. There was a cartoon. <laughs> it had two uh, drowned migrants well, in it. There were a uh, horrible
1: happened you tell me. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a horrible story yesterday. You saw it and or last week you saw it and you decided to uh Comment politically on on what you thought was going on and, and the cause of that. I appreciate your time.
1: With that said, I didn't really want to comment politically. I was trying to avoid it. Everybody else commented for me. I got cornered. Anyways, thank you for having me on your show.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate your time.